Okay, everybody, we are live again. We're doing another episode of the podcast today. What I'm going to do today is I'm going to try to see who I can get that's online. I haven't announced yet, so I'm about to announce that we are live in our Discord server. And again, if you're not part of our Discord server, I will attach the link below uh, for everybody to join. But we are talking with people within our Discord server. It is a Clash of Clans Discord server for the mobile game by Supercell. But we like to have fun with it. So we'll just talk about whatever comes up. So let me push out an announcement. Yeah, push out an announcement. And let's see what we can get. Who's out there and who wants to join in. I'm sure we can find somebody out there that might want to uh, be a part of it today that wasn't a part of it yesterday. So announcement is now out. Let's see who joins. There's a few people in the public voice. I'm sure they're going to hop over here in a few. Elena is online. She might be hopping over. So let's see what we can get and see what topics we can talk about. We've got a few people in. Welcome, welcome. Hello. How are you guys doing? Great. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the public place. Talking life stories and stuff. That's always interesting. What yeah. life stories are you talking about? So I mean like, um, how do I address you? Hyena. Panda Express yeah. here. He is from the UK, but apparently he is like, his parents are Pakistan. Yeah, ah. I'm from the UK, yeah, talking about, yeah. Yeah. They said my why? name doesn't sound. Someone said my name doesn't sound very British. That's why. <laughs> you explain. sound British. Yeah, yeah. I'm from, I'm from the UK. Ah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so then yeah, basically adapted to that language. I see. Yeah, he has the UK accent. So it's like, once I heard, it's like, oh, you're UK. Yeah, I mean you're British. And it's like, oh, parents from Pakistan is like interesting background. That is a very interesting background, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I'm quite normal for me. I just, I'm Chinese. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Chinese. My parents are Chinese. And we all originated from the same country. <laughs> You're Chinese, yeah. but aren't you from Malaysia? Yeah, yeah, I'm from Malaysia. So what, were they in China and they moved to Malaysia? No, no. Um, probably my ancestors, like many generations ago. So you're part Chinese? I'm fully Chinese. Oh, fully Chinese? Yeah, yeah. My bloodline is Chinese. It's, um, yeah, in Malaysia, we have a few races. There's Malay, there is Indian, and then Chinese. There's some three main ones. And then there is like Elena's one, this Kadazan. It's a native, more well, of a native kind of race. So yeah. And we have another one called Iban. They live in you know Malaysia have like left and right, I mean east and west. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't know that. Is yeah, it broken yeah, up like like South Korea is, north and north and south? Yes. Yes and no. So we have East Malaysia and West Malaysia, but like Korea unlike Korea, we consider as one country. Okay, so you have one government. Yes, one government. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. So Elena's from 
West Malaysia, and I'm from the East. Okay. I see. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess you look at it like the Philippines is broken up into uh, North and South Philippines. Like you got the mm -hmm. uh, the top side of the Philippines, uh, and that's where, like, that's where you want to be. You want to be up by Manila. You want to be up, you know, north of Manila. Um, you go to the bottom of the Philippines. That's where the bad side. The bad part is, I guess, ISIS and a lot of other Yikes. stuff happens down in that part of the Philippines. You don't want to be down there. So you don't want to be down by Cebu or any of that. You want to be up by Manila. Oh. Wait. Oh, yeah. I don't really know Philippines that well. Oops. Yeah. That's just kind of cool. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know they're near us. That's all. <laughs> I'm not really good in geography. That's my excuse. <laughs> yeah. I need, to, so, I need yeah. to be good at geography, but that's kind of nice to know. So, I'm Chinese, but I, I speak Chinese. So does Elena, which is which surprises me, you know. Like, Elena's Kadazan. I'm not sure if I can just... Nah, I think she's fine. She knows languages. Probably more than me. Wow. How yeah. many languages... Do you speak? I speak three. Malay, English, and Chinese. Currently uh, trying to learn Japanese, but I'm too lazy for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only reason I'm, I'm learning Japanese is so that I can watch anime without the subtitles. Uh, <laughs> I know I there are many hidden meanings. When I was in Korea, yeah. the last time I was trying to learn Korean, and I gave up on it because it was too complicated to learn. I learned, oh, yeah, yeah. I learned two phrases, anyu and naseo, and kamsamida. And that's all I needed to get by. That was, hello, how are you, and thank you, goodbye. Thank you, yeah. So, that's like the two like, I know as well. Yeah, I was like, so that's all I knew. And that got me a whole year through Korea. So I didn't have to learn too much. I know more Filipino Tagalog than I do uh than I do Korean. But ah. Tagalog is a lot easier to learn um, just because, I mean, it's easier to read too because it's more, more like uh, uh, Spanish. More, yeah. more along the lines Speaking of Spanish. Spanish, which I was going to ask, you know, today in Joe's stream, he sort of spoke Spanish. I, I think he was Spanish. So, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Fabi, the, the girl that brought the present on stream, yeah, yeah. that's his girlfriend. Uh, yeah. She is Puerto Rican. And so she speaks Puerto Rican, and they speak a form of Spanish down there. Um, so he knows, Port he knows some Puerto Rican, some Spanish from her that he's learned from her, as well as uh, before he got into the degree program that he's doing now he was doing some online courses with, at another college and he did he had to do online spanish and oh. uh, and so he was doing a spanish class and i mean it was actually pretty neat he had to do like spanish uh he had to make like commercials in spanish so he would do like a youtube video and make a youtube commercial and uh film it all speaking spanish the whole time so it was pretty neat. Then, but then this like so I don't know about I don't know if you consider this a stereotype or but then 
I realized a lot of Americans, I would say, they take Spanish. Is that a thing? They date Spanish? Yeah, they like... Spanish. I think, no, I they think hate, it's... They a... hate. Not hate. Um, that means they learn to date. speak. Yeah. Oh, P-A-T. they learn to speak. Well, is I mean, I think what it is, is a lot of Americans are just drawn towards uh, uh, foreign foreign people. So, like, you'll mm. find a lot of Americans that will date Latinos. They'll date Mexicans. They'll date Puerto Ricans. They'll date uh, freaking Asian or whatever, right? Um, yeah. Preferably, I like, I prefer Asian women over, you know, regular American women. But, I mean, that's me. Not oh. everybody's like that, but a lot of people are. Well, Elena's Asian. Especially in the military. <laughs> You'll yeah. see a lot of military personnel dating, uh, have an Asian wife or girlfriend or whatever, or German if you were girlfriend. To choose, like, which Asian country? Like, if the I had to choose? Want. Yeah. Uh, Philippines? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a fiance. I, I forgot. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Well, even yeah. before then, like, okay. I've always liked Filipino women. I didn't. I never really liked uh, Chinese women. It was just something about their face structure that I don't know. I didn't really like it too much. Yeah. Um, uh, Koreans, I just don't like their white face. Uh, they all look like mannequins. Uh, yeah, yeah. Japanese is okay. Um, I never really paid too much attention to it, but uh, Filipinos are. The ones that I like the most. You know, it's funny. Like, um, you said because you said in the military, there's a lot of people dating Asians. So basically, yes. Americans dating foreigners, lah. Put it this way. And yes. In my culture, I would say a lot of if you say old thinkers, ah, is it what you call it? Basically, you are traditional, are traditional thinkers. You will. Yeah. It's quite forbidden to date others other than Chinese. Oh, they will say date it's bad outside the culture. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, the outside culture. They say yeah. they will. They will call. They will. Well, you know the Chinese term. Hold on. Pollute the culture. It pollute the tradition. No pollute. It's it's not racist. Yeah. I mean, not gonna lie. But yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh. I, I understand the reasoning behind that, I guess. Yeah. So, but then now, I mean, in this era, you know, I have friends currently in Switzerland having girlfriends and, you know. Stuff. Well, that's like, you look at Korea, they're such a tradition-based country, like most Asian countries are, where yeah. they're so rich into their tradition and their culture that they don't want to break away from that because they don't want to disappoint because the way the Asian culture is raised, at least in the Philippines and uh, I know Korea and China, the way they're raised is they don't want to disappoint their parents. And so you're raised to respect your parents and then make your parents proud and pretty much, you know, you grow up and set a good example for your family, your parents, and do all that well. So, like, K-pop, for instance, 
K-pop is like a rebellious type of music to a lot of the Koreans when it first came out because it went against everything because then now the women and the men were going out and they were wearing these uh, like hip clothing and getting ears pierced and dyeing their hair and doing stuff like that. And that was completely against their culture. Like mm. their, the tradition culture was the Koreans, if you're a female, you would, you know, you'd be raised, you'd go to school, you'll graduate high school, then you'll go off to college. You go off to college, you finish college, you meet a guy, you get a job, you get married, you have kids. Uh, once your parents retire, your parents move in with you, and then uh, you take care of your parents until until they die. And it was just like so traditional. Like they would have an office job, a, a receptionist job. Uh, they wouldn't, yeah, or cooking, or whatever. They wouldn't go out and dye their hair and uh, go and sing K-pop music and wear sexy clothing, and that that was kind of frowned upon. And now it's a lot more accepted um, over time, but it's just like little trends like that that become uh, that become changing in people's cultures. Yeah, that, that's kind of like my life right now. It's like go to school, finish my primary, go to my <laughs> secondary. After that, go to go to high, uh, go to my college, go to uni, get a job. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> so probably Asian culture here. So in oh, Malaysia, do Asian. they have? Uh, do you guys have like a Malaysian army? Oh yeah, we do, and it's yeah. um quite. It used to compulsory. They will select a few people. I mean, a batch of people to join, and you must join. You're forced to join no matter what, for three months training, and then you are done. So yeah, but in so Singapore, is that still a thing? So like. No. If you reach a certain you age, to... you have to join the army, or no? Yes, eighteen, seventeen, actually. Then you so join at the seventeen. Army. You have to join the army, and then for if a certain selected. amount of time. Oh, yeah, only if you're months. selected. Yeah, only if you're selected. Then um, suddenly, due to the government, I would say, I don't know if they don't want to supply money or they cannot. But due to money issues and stuff, they now it's voluntary. Yeah. Like, I know yeah, with, and... like, Korea, so when I was mm-hmm. there in 17, you know, the way it is for the the male uh, is once you turn, you know, so you graduate high school, and then you mm-hmm. start college, and then once you turn 18, you have to suspend college and join the Rock Army, the uh, Korean National Army, uh, Republic of Korea. So you have to join them. Uh and then uh, it used to be when I when I got there, it was two years, mandatory two years. You had to be in the Rock Army, and then they pushed it uh, to the left some. So now it's only like uh, just under two years. I think it's like a year and a half or something like that that you have to be a part of the army. Uh, the same goes for the Singapore. Every male will have to join the army eventually. And it's also by force line the way. So, yeah. 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 I mean, it's interesting. Um, 
and they don't get paid a lot at all. Like they, they hardly ever get paid and it sucks. Like mm -hmm. I've talked to some of them. I had three or four Katusas under me when I was uh, stationed out there in 17. And so you've got, you've got uh, the regular rock army, the Korean Republic of Korea army. And then mm -hmm. you've got the Katusa program. Um, and the Katusa program is you serve your time as a rock army soldier, but your day-to-day -day work is working with the U.S. Army. Um, and the only way, that, there was two ways you got uh, selected for the Katusa program to work with the U.S. military, and that was either one, your family was really rich, so then you were able to kind of like bribe or pay for your spot in the army or uh or you're like extremely smart you got to take i think like an aptitude test or something like that and the people that score really really high on there will be selected for the katusa program um and then you will still do like rock army training uh when they have training events and stuff come up but other than that, your day-to-day -day operation is just working with the U.S. military on whatever they have you do. Wait, um, so if I'm getting this right, they sort of say voluntary or they want to become, they want to go into this Katusif army. So everybody that goes wants to be in the Katusa army because it's a lot more lenient than the rock army. Oh, okay. uh, now you're still considered a rock army soldier. You're still, uh, you still are serving your mandatory time that you have to, that you have to serve. Um, but you're doing it under the command of the U S army. So like, you're not out in the field 24-7 like the Rock Army is, and you're not out doing all this dumb training or whatever it is that they do. You're actually sitting in an office or whatever it is that the Army is having you do. So people want to go in there because it makes your time, your required year and a half or whatever it is, go by a lot faster, um, and then it's a lot easier to, to complete your time as a Katusa, mm -hmm. but not everybody gets it. So you either have to be like extremely smart and score really high on the ask on the uh, aptitude test that they have you take your placement test, or you've got to be like coming from a rich family and you kind of get pay your way into that position. And they don't pay them worth they don't pay them shit worth money. Like I think one month of my paycheck is like four months or five months of their paycheck. It's, it's retarded. I think they got, they got a raise right when I left. But when I was there last, I think they were only getting a couple hundred dollars, U.S. dollars um, a month. And that was it. It was like, golly, man. I guess if you come we, from a rich family, a it doesn't matter. But... Yeah, probably. Not at all.
Basketball season starts back up at the end of the month. Basketball? Yep, they're going to do – so I was reading they're going to do a 12-game startup, I guess, because it's so so late. They they weren't able to finish their season because of the coronavirus. So the talk is they're going to do 12 games um, or – each team, I think, has like eight games. Yeah, each team will have eight games. Uh, and then at the end of those eight games, uh, they'll determine based off the record and everything who who makes it to the playoffs and whatnot. Then they'll start the playoffs immediately following that. So then it kind of gives the teams, uh, you know, a couple weeks to get into uh, playing shape, work off any rust that they may have, and solidify their team spot into the playoffs. And then following that, they'll do the uh, actual playoffs in Orlando, Florida, I believe. So that'll be interesting. Never been a basketball guy. I play basketball, but I'm not a sports fan, obviously. You play basketball? Yeah. Are you any good? Mm. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't say I am. I mean, I tried for the sports team, but I didn't make it. Yeah. I'm hoping football starts on time because Wait, there's talk. Which that football? <laughs> American football, right? American football. Uh, and you call football soccer. Yep. At least, wait, what did Lisa call it? Headback. Yeah, so. She call it? No, Lisa calls it headback. That's right. Football is football. NFL. Yeah. Not football. Soccer soccer, not football. (laughs) (laughs) That's another thing I like. I think it's funny that. Like, we call something one thing, but then you guys call something completely yeah, yeah. different. Like, yeah, so, I d- I a biscuit to us, a biscuit to us is like like a little flowery dough bread kind of thing that you make, cook in the oven, you put some butter or jelly or something like that on it. But I think for what, like in Malaysia, biscuits, what, like a cookie or a cracker or something? Yeah. Yes. Cookie. Same in the UK. Well, basically, yeah. Malaysia it follows UK system, I believe, this way. So, yeah. So, you guys, you guys like, unit of measure and stuff like that, you don't go, like, by miles per hour. You'll go by no. meters or something. No, yeah, we I go by meters. Miles per hour. Yeah. So, we go by miles per hour, and it, like, you go over to Korea, and it's just, like, they go by the... Yeah, yeah the metric system versus the system we go by. Yeah, Yeah, it's a bit different. Mm -hmm. They're talking about making, they were talking about doing that, about making the U.S. all metric the match like the rest of the world. Because it's like, I think we're the only ones that go by this this system of measurement. Uh, I I forget what it's called, the imperial system of measurement or whatever. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. It's not many. 
Yeah. So there's like very few people that do the imperial measurements. So like we go by gallons and liters and ounces and everybody else goes by milliliters and all that. But there was talk that they were going to convert the U.S. over to that. But that that will never happen. It will never happen. It will never happen. (laughs) Everyone's too used to. Well, uh, not only that, not only everybody's too used to it, but then you got to think about the cost aspect of it. How much money is that going to cost the U.S. to convert everything over? Because you got to think it's not as easy as just, okay, tomorrow we're going to go by the, the metric system from now on. They can't do that. I mean, you got to change all your street signs. You got to change all your your oh. labelings. You got to the way you label like drinks and food and measurements and all that stuff has to be relabeled, redone. You know, it would cost, it would cost us billions of dollars to get that changed over. Yeah. Plus you have to, if I'm not mistaken, you have to change your education system too. Yeah. Yeah. You would have to completely convert the education system over. Cause like right now with like science and, all that we go all by the the imperial system. The imperial system. We'd have yeah. to change the whole education system to match the new way. It's not as easy as just saying, "Oh, yep, we're going to do this from now on." I mean, maybe if they did it in like a step by step process, maybe like, okay, the first thing we're going to do is just like change miles per hour, you know, over to meters or whatever um but even then like you couldn't just you couldn't just change the speed limit signs and do all that you still have to make all the changes to the cars yeah uh, because all the speedometers are by miles per hour Mm -hmm. so i mean it'd be pretty hard but yeah yeah how do you think the world would handle corona i mean I think they're doing it now. I mean, the way they're yeah. handling it. Wait, how's your quarantine there? Is it quarantine? I don't know what you call yeah. that. Yeah, how is it that? So right now, the way the quarantine's handled in the U.S. is it's being, you know, handled at a state level. So each individual state, based off of their testings and uh, confirmed cases and stuff like that, will make a determination of whether or not uh they're gonna still be on a lockdown or restricted movement or something like that like my state now is completely 100 percent open back up so we're open back up we can go out we can do this we're not required to wear a mask anywhere but now the army on the other hand where i'm stationed at in kansas we're required to wear a mask anytime we go anywhere inside um, on base, we have to wear a mask, um, and we have to. They're limiting. Uh, the, they set a curfew time out for us. So, like, peop- there's a little college town uh, next town over uh, that has a bunch of bars and stuff, and they put a curfew time in a place that we can't go out past a certain curfew time. So, I mean, I don't know. Do I? Complete nation shutdown, like what happened when the virus first came into play, where they just like 
force everybody to stay at home, not work, and not have any sort of income or plan or anything like that in place. In retrospect, looking back at it, that probably wasn't the best the best uh, movement to go through. I mean, they're not saying that the coronavirus ain't dangerous, but at the same time, it's it's almost like the fucking flu. I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's same symptoms. Like, and a lot of the articles that you read about people dying from the coronavirus, um, you know, we had a thirty-eight year old male die from the coronavirus, or forty-six year old male die from the coronavirus. But if you actually sit there and read that whole article, you get down to the very bottom of the article and you realize, oh, hey, this you know, 46-year-old had was 450 pounds and had type 2 diabetes and heart conditions and stuff like that. That's why he died. He had a compromised immune system. But they won't make that the title of the article. They'll make the title yeah. of the article, a young 46-year-old male died from the coronavirus. But they, what they won't say is that, oh, yeah, he had all these underlying conditions. So it's all clickbait is all it is. They're just trying to get the views, get people to click on articles, uh, and it's mass panic. They're just – unfortunately, uh, this, this whole coronavirus in the U.S. anyways has been used for political gain more than anything else. And so now the politics comes into play where they try to maneuver this virus to – fit their their agenda of what they're trying to do. Um, and then if something comes up, like this George Floyd shooting that happened in the U.S., like now they're trying to make it a racist thing that it was a, a police brutality thing, not a racist thing, but police brutality. And then, then they try to play the Black Lives Matter. So... Uh, they're playing that card on it. But, you know, last month we were told try to limit as much movement, still not go in groups bigger than like 10 or 15 people, uh, you know, wear masks, this, that, and the other. And then this event happened, and now everybody's out mass protests. And it's like, oh, so what, the coronavirus just goes to bed when everybody wants to come out and protest? the coronavirus ain't real anymore. It's not, it's not an issue. And it's, I don't know. It, the whole thing just kind of yeah. seems off. The, the seems one thing off. that I'm not, I'm not being offensive, but the one thing I find abusing, I would say about the U S is that you guys actually do protest. Like in Malaysia, we don't really protest a lot. Uh, so, so we yeah. believe in, so I don't see anything wrong with, peaceful friendly protest where oh yeah, yeah you can I agree. go what what's supposed to happen to do a peaceful protest is you're supposed to go to your local state government and get like a permit to protest that way you can be like hey i want to go to you know this park on this day and we're going to hold a, a rally or a protest or whatever there and it's peaceful you can still, uh, you know, get across what it is that you're protesting for. And then 
have open, candid conversations with people about, okay, so why do you feel this way? Why do you feel like this is this way? What can we do to fix it? You know, and talk things out. But when the protest goes from being just regular peaceful protests to let's go burn down the local Wendy's or let's go uh, loot the local Target stores and steal the 70 inch TV that I've been wanting for three years but can't afford and then burn the place down afterwards because they're not going to do anything for me uh, to me for doing it. That's not protesting then that that's yeah. inciting violence and doing uh, that. Then that becomes a riot and that's not okay. And, but I don't see anything wrong with peaceful organized protests. And as long as you're not, you know, forcing your protests on me, and you're doing it in a civilized manner, and you're not harassing somebody walking by you, um, or you're blocking traffic, or something like that, then do whatever you want to do. If you want to protest for something, go right ahead. I, all, all power to you. But don't, oh, don't yeah. force it on me. Don't be ignorant to me because I'm not paying attention to your protest. Or... You know, don't block traffic for me trying to get to work because you want to utilize your free right to protest. Yeah, you got the free right to peaceful protest, but not in the middle of the freaking street. But yeah, I mean, people are weird sometimes. I don't know. It's like they've got protests. They do protests in South Korea a lot um, every year in Seoul. They protest against the U.S. military being there because of an incident that happened, uh, gosh, I don't know, 13 or 2008 or something like that, where uh, there was a U.S. military that were coming back from a field problem um, after being out in the field for a week or whatever it was. They were driving some military vehicle, an LMTV, big old truck down the road and it was a small like country road and two teenage girls i think i I could be butchering this story completely but two teenage girls ran out in the road or something and then uh the driver didn't see them until the last minute and ended up hitting them and killed them and so like protests blew up immediately Kick the U.S. out of the country, da-da-da-da-da, they're too dangerous, da da whole investigation went on on it. Turns out, like, the driver was fatigued, and there was, there was some stuff that came into it, and it got handled. But uh, every year, on the anniversary of the girl's death, there's a peaceful protest that happens out in Seoul, and they will block a section of the, the town down, like a couple blocks, and they'll have their peaceful protest against it. Um, and then after that day's over, then they go on their merry way. Hmm. I mean, that sounds great. I mean, compared to whatever I'm seeing from the internet, whereby, you know, people trash cars, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen That's a lot looters. of like, police cars. Those are looters yeah. and rioters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, holy. Yeah. People don't have any sense of being. And it also doesn't help that 
they were forced to be, you know, self-quarantined at home. They couldn't work. They don't have any money. So people that were already living paycheck to paycheck is now don't might not even have a house to live in because uh, they don't have money to pay their rent or electric might be off because they don't have money to pay their electric. And so they use that opportunity as, oh, hey, cities are telling the police to stand down and just watch them, uh, watch them do everything because they the police are afraid of being scrutinized uh, because of that whole Michael Floyd case. So what what are you going to do? I mean, you're not going to. Uh, you're not going to arrest that person. So if you're not going to arrest me and I need, I need freaking diapers for my kid and hell might as well just take a 70 inch big screen TV while I'm at it. I'll just walk right out the store with it without paying it. And then I'll go back home and sit on the couch and be happy. I mean, it's a shame that it's came, come down to that, but that's what it is. I mean, I'm going to say this to literally everything that I said, which is, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, I hate to say that, but I mean, it, it really is that simple. It is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. The people that are protesting this whole Black Lives Matter, but then go out and do all these riots and looting and stuff like that. Like, if you want to protest Black Lives Matter for what it originally intended uh, what the organization or movement, I guess, was intended for, then by all means, it, it was originally created to talk about police brutality and how, but it's not to label every cop as a bad cop because not every cop's a bad cop. There are some yes. bad cops, but it's not every single one of them. You're making cops not even want to be police officers no more with how, how uh, strict things have gotten. Now, nobody is saying that that, thing, that case that happened with Michael Floyd was, was not police brutality because it absolutely was. That cop went way too far, um, and he got charged for it. And then the other officers that were there got charged for him as well. Uh, so it's not to say that the the meaning behind the original movement of Black Lives Matter, which is to bring awareness about police brutality, that's all fine and dandy. If that's what you're really supporting Black Lives Matter for, then by all means support it. But what are you going to do about it other than just say that you're Black Lives Matter and then incite violence and arguments and do all that? Why don't you get out and try to do something about it? You're spending, and then you got people that donate all their money to Black Lives Matter. All they're doing is donating money to the Democratic Convention, uh, the government, and it goes to the Democratic Convention to fund the elections and stuff for the Democratic Party. It's not going towards uh, anything. You want to put money to a good, good cause and stop police brutality? Why don't you... Look at put more money into the police department so that they can get more training and make their uh, entry process to be a police officer more than nine weeks long. Because like I was saying yesterday, uh, you got kids 
you know, 19, 21 years old, whatever it is. I think it's 21 you have to be to join the police force. Uh, but they, as soon as they're able to join the police academy, they, they go, they apply, they get in, they do nine weeks of police training, uh, and then that's it. And then they go out, and then they're put in a patrol car, and then they go out and patrol. Or in California, the way it works, if you want to be a sheriff in California, you'll do your nine weeks or 12 weeks or whatever it is of basic training or of your uh, police academy. And then you got to spend like two years in a penitentiary as a guard for some of the worst inmates around. And then you're able to go out on the street. So then that kind of fucks with your mind right there. Yeah. What they really need to do is not defund the police. They need to look at put more money into the police, but put the money in the right places. Don't put it in buying them all this up armored, you know, SWAT type vehicles, this and that. Why don't you talk about putting more money in places where it would matter, like uh, how to uh, proper training for not only gun safety, how to de escalate a situation? Like, that's the biggest how to control your emotions, how to calmly and easily uh, uh, talk down people, how to de-escalate situations in the proper manner to where violence is not needed. I mean, at the end of the day, if somebody is going to turn, uh, act all calm in the beginning and then you try to arrest them for whatever, failing a, you know, breathalyzer test or whatnot. I mean, if they come and they fucking punch me in the face, because there was an incident like this uh, that just happened. They pulled somebody over who was drinking and driving, pulled him over in a Wendy's parking lot, had talked to him for like 45 minutes. And he was calm, cool, collected the whole time. They're running him through all the sobriety check uh, testing and stuff, making him touch his nose, walk a straight line, breathalyzer test, all this stuff. Turns out he was drunk and driving and operating a vehicle. So they went to go arrest him. And then as they went to arrest him, this guy then flipped out on him, punched one of the cops in the face, I think once or twice, I, I don't remember, and then took another cop's taser and then started running away and then turned around and shot the taser at one of the cops and then the cop shot him with, with his gun. Because he doesn't have a freaking taser. The guy just took his taser. I don't know. And I know, so let me guess. End up the story being the cop's brutality and stuff, right? Is, huh? it, is it how this ends? Like, people see the story, they don't... I mean, a lot of times people don't see the full story, and then they just... Oh, yeah, yeah, they definitely don't, yeah. because, uh, like, as soon as that happened, and they all they seen was another black man killed by a white cop. That was the headline. Oh. And so oh, then so? the district attorney or the DA for for that state then brought charges against that cop for murder. I was like, what the fuck, man? I don't know whatever happened with it. I'd have to follow up on that story. Uh, mm. But they were saying now that he, the cop was in no... Uh, the, the person 
the the cop shot didn't wasn't in possession of a deadly weapon but yet the mayor or governor or whatever of that state you know two weeks uh before that incident happened came out and said that a police taser is considered a deadly weapon so now they're just like kind of contradicting themselves but then the da ended up bringing murder charges up against that cop and uh i think a lot of cops in those precincts just like refused to come into work they're they pretty much just like quit and so i don't i don't know what all happened to it i'm dumb i just kind of read what i read but i pick pick and choose what i read because mm. if you don't look into things you're just going to be sitting sitting clicking on clickbait the whole time you want to try to find out yeah. all the facts about just something. my opinion but i find it quite messed up like U.S. has so many, um, I would call it gun shooting incidents, whereby yeah. I think you guys get to buy guns like from Walmart or something, right? Or is that no, just we... like memes? I'm not sure. Uh, what, to buy guns? Yeah, buying guns from Walmart or something, or Target, okay? I don't remember. Well, yeah, yeah, so the local Walmart, you can go and buy shotguns and uh, rifles from the local Walmart. So yeah, in my opinion, that's pretty messed up. Like in Malaysia, we well, don't. You gotta go through a background check. You can't just go in oh. there and say, "Hey, I want that twenty-two. I want that twelve-gauge shotgun right there." Oh, okay, it's three hundred dollars. Here you go. Walk out the store with it. No, you gotta, you know, fill out a background check, and they'll run you through the system as long as you don't have any red flags. Sometimes there might be uh, a a extended period where they have to do a further background investigation because the initial results came back, uh, didn't come back or said that they needed further guidance. And if that's the case, then they can't walk out with the gun that day. They have to wait till the further investigation comes back. Then if it comes back clear, then they can go back into the store and pick up the weapon. Yeah. Like, like you see, this is what happens. Like, I don't even, even I don't see the full picture. Just from what I read, from what I know, is that you walk in, you get a gun, and you can walk out. And then if you feel like shooting somebody, you shoot, and then you get arrested. That's, a, that's, that's basically what I'm seeing. So, yeah. No. That's so, my, and that's then my every, state, of course, every state, of course, has their own rules and regulations on guns and all that. So, like, uh, Texas, for instance, it has a, raw, uh, a rule in place, and I'm... Again, I could be butchering it uh, completely. If Will was here, uh, he'd be able to tell us because he's from Texas. But they've got a law in place where if somebody is coming on your property and you feel threatened at any point in time, you can straight up and point blank shoot and kill that person um, because you were in fear for your life and the safety of your family or whatever the case may be. And you have the legal right to do that. Um, but, I mean, some states, you can't even do that. Like, you, you can't do that. But I tell you what, if somebody's coming up in my house and threatening me or my family, I'm going to grab my gun and I'm shooting to kill. I, I'm not shooting to wound. I don't want the motherfucker to get away. I don't want the motherfucker to get back up and, oops, I got a gun in my you know, down by my feet and pull out a gun from his holster, then shoot me and all because I didn't freaking shoot to kill, you know? 
I'm not going to take a chance at that that person having a gun or whatever it may be. If he breaks into my house and uh, poses a threat, at that point, just breaking in, you pose a threat. But if you pose a threat to me or especially my daughter, you're done. It's it's end of story. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can see where you're coming from, but you know what, from my sort of thing, I don't know, because I come from a country where nobody owns a gun. We need a license well, yeah. to own a gun. Well, so yeah, and that's, really... like, that's like South Korea, too. South Korea uh, is a no-gun country. Like, the only people that's authorized to carry weapons in the, state of, uh, in the country of South Korea is the police force, selected police force, and uh, their military. And then, obviously, the U.S. military has oh, yeah. our weapons there. But as far as us, like if I was the, when I PCS out there, I can't bring my guns with me because they won't allow it because the state doesn't allow their citizens to or the country doesn't allow allow the citizens have guns. But does that stop? That doesn't stop bad people from murdering people because you still have people that will go murder people with knives. I mean, knives is a, just as deadly of a weapon as a gun if you know how to use it properly. A sword is just as deadly as a gun if you know how to use it properly. I mean, there's plenty. I could go and I could kill somebody with my bare hands. I mean, I don't need a gun, but a gun makes it a lot safer and easier. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I get I get it. I see both sides of the story. I, I, I get where it is, and especially for people like you that come from a country where you don't have guns and you don't have the right to carry guns or anything like that. And you look at countries like us and you think that, you know, why would they allow guns in the U S if all this stuff happens? But I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like, would it, would it solve the problem if you just, you know, ban guns? Well, well still you ban guns. Then what, what's that going to do? That's just going to allow, uh, you know, all the bad people that, you know, like traffic, it's just like drugs, right? So yeah, you make if before marijuana was legal, people were still getting marijuana, right? Some getting yeah. pot before it was legal, people were still getting it, and they were just having to do it, you know, secretly. Go down a back alley, meet your dealer, pick up some drugs, and then go on your way. Now that it's legal in most states, they open <clears> up. A storefront on the main street where you can go and just buy weed legally. So, just because it's banned, it's not going to stop from somebody from getting it. Because there will be people that will buy guns and then sell them to you on the streets, and then you just have an illegal gun. I mean, that that still happens today. Like even people that can't legally buy guns, they they still have a way to get guns. And there's oh, there's millions and millions and millions of guns in this country. You're not going to get rid of it overnight with a ban. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, like... I mean, what you should do is, instead of banning guns, why don't you make it to where, you know, people have to go through gun safety? I mean, I mean granted, it's not going to stop 100% of everything because you're still going to have people that are bad people that are going to have bad intentions 
and that are going to get a gun no matter what um, and do whatever it is that they plan to do with a gun. But on the other hand, you you can prevent a lot of the accidental deaths and ac- accidental shootings because people that don't know how to properly use a gun. So then you make it to where they have to go through like a gun safety course before they can uh, do the background check to own a, uh, to buy a gun. So why not do that? Why not make it mandatory for everybody to go through a gun safety course and learn how to do it? You make everybody go through driver's training before you go get a license and you got to take a test on your driving ability and a paper test on your knowledge of the rules of the road before you can get your driver's license to drive a vehicle on the road. So why not freaking go through a gun safety course and take a gun safety test before you can get a background check to buy a gun? I mean, kind of the same concept. Yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from, but... Uh, I mean, like, I would say that see, if you get a license for a car, it's like to ensure your safety of driving. So you try to like, okay, you know how to drive, but there's still people, you know, speeding and uh, all this. But oh yeah, there's still people that will go out and yeah, yeah, you know, but try there to won't push be the anyone to the metal. Yeah, but there won't be anyone intentionally driving a car to crash someone just to kill them you get you, you get what i mean exactly exactly yeah. but then then again car license is sort of like a a necessity in our daily life la, in this era compared like a gun you for us malaysians i would say we don't need a gun like yeah i mean only maybe police that's has why a gun the, only police okay. Okay, lies. That's a gun. I think he gets my point. <laughs> but yeah, look, police has guns. We, you know, uh, normal people, I would say, citizens don't have a gun unless you're, you know, authorized to have one. So, yeah, yeah it's sort of like makes us safer, I would say. But then, like you said, like if someone wants to kill someone, you don't need a gun. You can have anything, like even the bad yeah. ones. Man, I, I could take a freaking spoon and probably kill somebody with the spoon i mean if you really have the intent to do it you're gonna do it whether or not you no matter what it is you have you can make anything into a deadly weapon it's just you gotta be you're gonna have bad people no matter what so banning guns or not banning guns you're still gonna have bad people and even if you do ban all the guns there's still going to be people that's going to get their hands on guns. Just like before pot was legal, people still got their hands on pot and yeah. still smoke pot. Now that it's legal, it's just easier for them to get it because now it's yeah. legal for them to get it so they can just go do it. That's like so with alcohol, right? So yeah. back in the probation period of the United States where they made it illegal to <clears throat> drink alcohol and buy alcohol, People were going moonshining and making moonshine and making their own alcohol and then selling their own alcohol. So people were still drinking and then they lifted the probation period to make it legal for people to go out and buy liquor. But more people died from freaking drunk driving 
then they die from guns every year. I mean, like you say, like that. Yeah, if you are like irresponsible, it's it's gonna get you killed someday. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. Yeah. So who else is on the chat right now that's willing to talk? Drunk people sucks. Brotherhood said we need license too, except now so many guns that were once legal are now illegal. It was in response to Canada's biggest mass shooting, but all the guns used in the horrific uh, fucking even were from the states and the ban is all over the damn place. Yikes. Yeah. Well, uh... Yeah, and that's another thing. They, they will freaking... Uh, they'll politicize anything they can to push an agenda. So, oh, a gun... A mass gun shooting happened? Oh, let's push gun, gun control. I think... If but I'm they also don't want to even admit the fact that they're uh, a lot of it is mental. Like a lot yeah. of it could be people with mental issues. Um, yeah, that, that's why. And um, not getting I, the I'm not treatment mistaken. and help that they need. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think US have what mass shootings in what, schools or something, right? Am I reading this right? Oh well, yeah, so they have mass shootings at schools and stuff like that, but. Um, so yeah, so a lot of the time they sort of like say that it's due to like the kid being bullied or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then the kid like sneaks out with the parents' gun or something and starts shooting. So then what they think is the gun's problem, but it could be the, the child's problem. Like, I think it's also same applies to video games. Like people say that playing shooting games makes you want to shoot people. You know, I've heard that argument, but then my argument is is uh, is so evil. The game is not the problem. It's, it's so yeah. retarded to even think that. Like, you should have the common sense. To, my freaking seven-year-old daughter has the common sense to know what's good and bad, and she has the common sense to know what's real and what's fake, what's reality and what's uh, a fucking video game. So she knows if she goes on a fucking video game and does some outlandish shit like jump off a bridge and then jump into a, you know, a 10-foot drop into a cannon and then runs down the cannon with no injuries at all, she knows that she's not in real life going to go out and jump off a bridge into a 10-foot cannon and be able to live to run down that cannon. Like, at some point, you gotta have some fucking common sense to know uh, the difference between reality and fucking virtual reality or fucking games. Yeah. I mean... I mean, if I go in Grand Theft Auto right now and drive in my car and just put my Uzi out the window and just shoot everybody that I can... um, and then you see somebody else that's online doing the same thing, driving down the street, shooting everybody they can. If you go outside, you don't see everybody still sitting there doing that. Yeah. 
Plus, it's like, um, I mean, in reality, I would believe that everything that ha- that is, mm, like you say, like everything will have a bad side. It's sort sort of like um. So you can take anything, yeah. You can take anything and find a bad bad side of it. So and yeah. all it is instead of just you know looking at the the reality or the scope of the the whole thing they would try to find a crutch or something that they could uh use as a scapegoat to uh to negate the fact of something else yeah i mean (laughs) one of humans many specialties finding flaws oh yeah You'll find a flaw in anything. I've been discussing with Haiyan just now in um, the public voice. So I was telling him that I I had a Reddit chat. I had a Reddit account. And I created it because I want to like help others. Like say I I am a fish enthusiast. I wear like lots of different kinds of fish and I do research on them. So I go onto this platform, I'm like, okay, let's join some, you know, fish related, uh pet fish related channels and is it called channels you know subreddit stuff lah. and then you know give advice so i that at that point i have discus it's a type of fish and i post a picture so at first he was like oh people are like oh nice fish it's like very pretty and then here comes all the haters be like why is your tank small it's like so people like they, they have like nothing to do on their hands like in chinese we call it you know we eat we eat until you're full and you got nothing else to do so they just do pixel measurements and stuff and try to guess how big is my tank. And then it's like, oh, the disc- obviously like a discus should be like 15 gallons per six fish. And I only have one. And my tank isn't really big. So people be like, oh, it's animal abuse and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Animal abuse. You have subreddit? Don't go to... Yeah, I don't even know oh, how yeah. to use Reddit. Uh, oh yeah, so the next day I deleted my account. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I had and, no idea how to use Reddit. I tried to use it one time to help Joe, um, and I was like, going to use it to post his uh, the advertising for the server when we was trying to get the when we were like under a thousand members in the server. I was trying to help oh. him out, trying to get it figured out. And I couldn't do it. It was like I would post it, <laughs> and then it would get removed, and I get told that it was. It's not in the right subreddit or not doesn't fit the right correct category or wasn't written a, a certain way or something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, get the fuck out of here. I'll go back to Facebook. Yeah. So uh wait. Yeah, so true story. You know, when I came into this server, I didn't I came in after I joined Reloaded. And I never touched Class Chat and Global, basically all the other chat channels, until I became an EC. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is true. Cause like, I was so traumatized. You're shy. By that fish. Yeah, no, I'm not just shy. I'm like really traumatized with that fish event. Just I don't like it when people. I don't hate. I don't like hate. Put it this way. So yeah. I tend to try to let's let's not go there and then. What I was like, why if I like, hey, hi, I'm new here, and people will be like, oh, fuck off, newbie, you know. No, that's not nice. <laughs> yeah, so I tend to not 
go onto these chat channels. Lah. Then, of course, after EC, I don't know, I was bored, I went on. I see some nice people. So I was like, oh, really changed my, really changed how I see things. Lah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and that's okay. just like with, with anything, with life in general, you're going to run across people that are mean. You're going to run across people that are nasty individuals and all of that. But then the more people that you run across of that are nice and, you know, friendly will, should, if you're hanging around the right crowd, should out, outdo the number of bad people. Yeah. I mean, like, so, yeah, like, I met Elena, we met Lars, we met you, met, you know, like, quite a bunch of people. I was like, who is this? So like, it's quite met fun. Elena. Yeah, I met her through game. I think someone asked me, was like, where are you from, Alicia? And then I think <laughs> Elena reacted or something. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Someone from Malaysia too? It's like, whoa. Mind blown. Because like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, like, before this, I think, to me, like, Malaysia is a nobody country. Like, no one knows Malaysia. Like, if you could say Korea, people be like, oh, South Korea, North Korea. People think about US. And no one thinks about Malaysia. Like, that's what I've I I've never think. heard of it up until you and Elena and all them joined the server. And yeah, I was yeah. Like, what the fuck's Malaysia? <laughs> I was thinking it was be something that's up by like China or something up by India, and it turns out no, it's down by Thailand. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I, I'll admit I was one of those, and then yeah, then Elena joined the server, and I was like, oh hey, she's from you know Malaysia. And I was like, oh that's that's cool. I don't, I don't know anybody from Malaysia. Then you joined the server. Then Lars joined the server. Then. uh all of Elena's friends joined the server. And I was like, golly, how many people are from Malaysia? <laughs> Seems like there's more people from Malaysia than there I are may anywhere or may else. may not call them. And then, like, Lisa was the only one I knew from the UK. And then all these people from the UK started popping up left oh, and yeah. right. Like, Stash was the only one I knew from uh, Stash and Skittles. I knew was from Canada. Now you got Brotherhood and... There's somebody else now that's on our staff that is uh, from Canada as well. Fucking Canadians. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Watch it. Hey. Hey. I only said it because I know you and Hood are in. <laughs> well, no Hood love. Remember, I'm, build, I'm building my Canadian no, ninja. Hush your hair. hair. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I send my <laughs> cobra chickens at you. Wait, what is a cobra chicken? Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a stash will have to post a picture yeah. of it or Brotherhood 1 and 2 will have to post. Yeah, All Canadian right, we'll Goose. Oh, oh, okay. Now I know what it is. Now, yeah, yeah. Canadian Goose. Aren't you all like supposed to be loading up your mixture of guns and charging with your moves or something? Hell yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> maple syrup and a super soaker. Come on, man. Oh. <laughs> I mean, how mean? Canadian. Yeah. I mean, nothing that uh, Donkey Kong or Crash Bandicoot couldn't take care of. Hell yeah, <laughs> Donkey Kong all the way. Yes. <laughs> Damn. I'm not gonna lie, I never played those games before. I know what oh they are, but gosh. I never played them. 
Yeah. You need to I mean, you need to go fix yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You don't you don't know true happiness until you play Donkey Kong. I've never played Donkey Kong. Or Crash Bandicoot. Or the original Tomb Raider games. Oh <laughs> I I okay, babe, I think I played Crash Bandicoot before, but that would be the newer version. Like, oh yeah, the you gotta play the original. Yeah. yeah, and I believe that they someone say about Ratchet and Clank. I played that before. I've never played that. That's yeah. too new for me. Oh, that's probably new games. Can I chime? Yeah, you can chime in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's open to anybody. Anybody can talk. Wait, there's a team stash. I'm believing there's a team bug then. Flying Panda was wanting to know if he could chime in. Of course he can. Come on in. I mean, unless it's full. Uh, no, we got 15 people, so. We have 10 people yeah. still. Yeah. Team Stash. Join Hell No Hood. So, Flying Panda, <laughs> he didn't even end. Oh, there he is. I thought he just joined. Yeah, he just joined. Welcome. Ooh. Oh, blank panda. All right. Since you... Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. I'm quite surprised. And a conversation about how I'm Chinese spiral up in dance and stuff. It's weird. <laughs> that, that's what I love about this stuff, man. You can just talk about one thing and then it just leads into... Who knows what else it leads into? It's interesting. I like it. You learn stuff. You definitely learn stuff on. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really want to hear from Elena because it sounds like her backstory of her life sounds extremely interesting. And I would love to hear more of her story. I see that she's in this channel, but she won't ever talk. And she hasn't talked in the Have you ever heard of talk before? channel either. So I don't know what it is. Like I said, I say it all the time, but I think it's something with her. She doesn't have a good microphone or headset or anything like that to, to really talk. I mean, and, I, would uh, just, I, would, I would just say that she's shy. Ruth I, I don't know. Lars, <laughs> back me up. <laughs> Yeah. Lars would probably know. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I know. I, I think it's like also an issue with like with her her family and stuff like that, yeah. just because of I don't know. You don't force people yeah. to do it, so it's fine. Oh yeah, I mean, I would never force it. Yeah, I mean, that's quite fucked up. I want to do a one-on-one -on -one interview with Elena. I know she probably won't talk, but at least she'll type everything in the No Mic channel, and she can ask me the questions, and I'll just answer them. Oh, she liked. <laughs> Elena's like my life story, huh? <laughs> Imagine a life story is like some kind of like what you call who knows? It? Maybe she. Oh. You, you know, you never know until you start asking. So I tell you what, I shit you not. There's a buddy of mine. He was a, a sergeant with me here at my unit here at Fort Riley. He just recently PCS to go to Germany. Well, he's, when he was in Korea, he met his now wife. He got married to his wife in South Korea. They had a kid. 
they they kind of tried to find a loophole in the visa process and brought her tried bringing her over on like a fiance visa even though they were married but then after going through customs and everything found out that they were already married and had a kid and all that well they ended up getting away getting away with it they finished everything up got her visa process all that the crazy thing is is like his wife's life story is freaking insane so she was north korean um she was born in north korea and uh uh her family sneaked her snuck her across the border into china and then she was kind of like hiding out in China. Uh, and this was all at the age of like 16 or 18 or something like that. Snuck her into China. Then she got arrested in China by a cop because she was out past curfew. And the cop was like, the, she wasn't getting a hint, but the cop was like, it took the cuffs off of her and everything, sat her on a bench in the police station, says, Hey, I'm going to go upstairs. I got to talk with my, uh, my coworkers. I'll be back down in five minutes. And then he comes back down. She's still sitting there. He tells her again, I'm going to go back upstairs. I got to talk to my coworkers. I'll be back in five minutes. Comes back down in five minutes. Uh, she's still there. He says one more time with a wink. I'm going upstairs for five minutes. Do not be back down here when I come. Well, I'll be back down in five minutes. Goes upstairs. He comes back down. She's gone. She left. She hooked up with a friend that she met in, uh, uh, in China, and they put her on a flight over to South Korea. And then South Korea, they're very accepting of uh, people from North Korea that are refugees. So they put her through like this program and all of that. She had to like get, go through like a background check, a debriefing and all that, um, trying to get any info they can from North Korea. Then they put her into like a workers program and she ended up was able to get a job in South Korea and then got a citizenship, got a social number and all that. Um, and then became like a citizen. But the, like she can't she can't contact her family. She doesn't know if her family's still alive or anything like that, because she has no contact with them. Um, and she left them at the age of, like, 16. Then she gets married to a U.S. soldier and freaking goes to the U.S., and she was over here for some time. She just got her U.S. citizenship uh, not too long ago, and now they're all off in Germany. It's like, oh, my gosh, that's a story right there. I told him, I was like, your wife needs to write a book on that. Who knows? Probably Elena could do better. <laughs> uh, let's see. What's all being said in the No Mic channel right now? Nothing much. You're all basically forcing Elena to talk. Oh, my life story. Speak, Elena. Why don't you ask your brother's help? Oops, sorry. I could. I don't think he has time. I'll tell him that I will kick his ass if he doesn't want to help. Lars, I don't think you would kick anybody's ass. Unless you've got, like, a fucking black belt that I don't know about. 
he probably has one, but I probably believe, I think Elena would kick his ass anytime. Oh, Elena would definitely kick his ass. Yeah. I mean, Elena is the definition of a kick ass. I hope I'm not butchering it. I'm not sure. Oh, oh my friends. Oh my god, she has scary friends. <laughs> well, I knew that portion. I knew all her friends had black belts. So Lars has a black belt? <laughs> well, it depends if Lars is Lars not considered a friend. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you don't have a Wait, black belt, do you, Panda, Nina, please? Does that mean I have a black belt? Oh, we are not friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Man. Everybody's got black belts, apparently. It's the yeah, reversible. <laughs> the reversible to... of my brown belt. <laughs> you got those interchangeable belts that you can. It, it's brown on one side, or you can flip it over and it's black. <laughs> <laughs> Lars says his black belt is pointless. Hood should have stayed in karate for one more year to get the black belt. I doubt that hood. Would probably whoop your ass. Canadians are too soft. Ten more years, Lars. You can have black belts from different things. That's true. Uh. Hood, I bet you Stash could whoop your ass after being high as fuck and still whoop your ass. With a joint in one hand, <laughs> dragging you by the collar on the other. See what he's going to say to that. Ten more years. I would be like 40 by then. There's no way, Lars. How old are you, Lars? Uh, are you 30? Lars, old. Well, Stash really beats you. With a coffee cup in one hand. Uh, I was in a tournament, and whenever we hurt someone, we would say sorry. Fucking yeah, Canadians, I, I swear to God. Yeah, that's, what, that's, <laughs> that's what I see from like the internet, too. Like, what the hell? They're too nice. <laughs> no excuse, Lars. So how old are you, Lars? I didn't think you were near my age. Brotherhood said that uh, that if you go to if you're in Canada because they're so nice, it's like if they open a door for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> then you have to if you don't say thank you, then they'll give you like a freaking death death stare. And I was like, well, I'm gonna go there just so I can have you open a door for me, so I can just walk by without saying a word. Because I want to see how old your death stare is. <laughs> Lars is almost 30. Oh, well, yeah, damn. Old. You're getting up there. You're catching up to me. Watch. I need to watch what I say to Stash or else he'll send his army at me. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. 
And it's almost 3 p.m. here. I need to... We're almost yeah. 2.30. Wait, yeah. you're at the same time with Joe? <laughs> uh, so Joe's in the Eastern time zone. I'm in Central time zone. So it's, three, it's almost 3.30 oh. where he's at. So I'm an hour behind him. Yep. So it's 2.30 where I'm at. Uh... Stash was like, man, I was married with five kids by the age of 30. <laughs> I, was, I was married with two kids by the age of 24. <laughs> I, got married, I got married a month before my 21st birthday and then had my first kid in 13, my second kid in 14, and... That was about it. Well, I guess I was 25. So I was 25 when I had both kids. And then I got a vasectomy at 20, 25, 26. I'm having no more kids. <laughs> oh. Damn, there's so many people in this channel. Mm-hmm. I, I had a lot of patience until I had kids, and then my patience like went out the window. I can't. My daughter, she wasn't too bad. My daughter was pretty, pretty easy, pretty uh, easy kid. My son, on the other hand, my son was a fucking jackass. He, he boys, always causing trouble, always doing this, always crying, always wanting this, wanting that. They say girls are easier to raise up until they're a teenager, then they're harder at teenager. And boys are harder to raise uh, from when they're born, but easier when they get older. And I was like, I don't know about that because I was a handful when I turned like 13 and hit puberty and all that. I agree with a lot of this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I remember the way I was when I was younger. I couldn't imagine what my son's going to be like. I just bought him a BB gun today. Well, I bought it a couple days ago, but he just got the BB gun today. And then he's going to get, like, all the bullets and stuff on it on Monday. That should be in there on Monday. My new microphone should be here on Monday as well. Then I can you hook it up Amazon? to the computer. Yeah, so I bought one of the uh, Yeti blue uh, blue Yeti mics. Oh yeah. Um, with a pop filter and some stuff like that. I'm gonna hook it up to my laptop because, like, right now I'm just recording off my phone um, and using the mic on my phone. Um, but I'm gonna get it hooked up to the computer and see see how that works. Yeah. And then so I mean, everything... from what I heard, your voice and you know it's good. Even through your phone. Yeah, I mean, for what it is. I mean, here's, well, here's where I'm, I'm going to add the next... No, here's where I'm going to add the next sentence. Probably the superiority of Android. Exactly. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was going there, too. <laughs> I was going. That's why Android yeah. is the best. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. Oh, man. People yeah. with Apple have too many issues on the phone side. Apple's not the best. Sorry. You know, 
I'm surprised. If you, if you you're from in the US and you're not using Apple. I'm quite surprised. I hate it. Because like, like, I mean, I will Apple's admit, cheap there. It's cheap. Uh, not really cheap. Know. I mean, hell. Expensive, definitely. Apple's costly for sure. I will admit that Apple is good only when it comes to tablets. Well, yeah, I've I had multiple Android tablets and they've sucked. They're laggy or, you know, they'll have issues in this department or that department or whatever. But after like three or four different Android tablets, I went out and bought the iPad and I love the iPad. And that's the one thing that Apple got really, really good at was their tablets. Um, but their phones, they're, they're no, no match, no match. Hell, I mean, for their fucking screens... Just to have as good enough screens as what uh, to even compare to the Androids, they have to purchase their screens from Samsung. That I don't know. Well, now it's, I know. Not, it's not even the same screen as Android. It's completely different. It's the same, but it's got a completely different resolution. It's actually lower than uh. Uh, Samsung screens. Yeah, because Samsung ain't going to sell them the good, the good screens that they put on their fucking Galaxies and their Notes. They're going to sell the low-end screens because they know it's better than anything Andrew, uh, Apple can make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as it's better by a bit, they just sell that. They keep the better one for themselves. Ho-po-pa. Yeah. What does it... Elena have for her status? Ho-po-pa. Oh, even I don't yeah. understand that. Probably, probably her own language. Oh. Yeah, it's not Malay, by the way, so I have no idea what that is. Need to go, just hit me up if you need my voice in an interview, Elena. Lars, you haven't even talked at all. How are you going to be Elena's voice? It's a uh, Malay slang. slang. Yeah, so, nope, not my thing. I mean, my whole life I've been around Chinese people. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm not exposed to Malay slangs and stuff. Uh. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and end everything in here. Uh, All right. I'm gonna go ahead and work on getting this recording downloaded, and then we'll get it edited, and then post it up on. Uh, so right now we only are sharing it through. Because the files for these are too big to post individually into the Discord server. Um, but we are sharing them on Simplecast. So you can, I'll post a link for that as the videos get uploaded, like I did with today's video from yesterday. Uh, you can go to Simplecast, you can click on that link, and it'll open up a mini web player where you can play the podcast on there. Or if you have, uh, if you have Spotify, you can play it on Spotify. Um, those are the two that are working right now. As of So the way Apple and the way Google works is once you submit uh, a request to have a podcast shared on their platform, it takes several days apparently for them to verify uh, the source of where the podcast episodes will be coming from before they will open it up on the platform. So once I get the verification from them to know that 
the podcast is opened up on uh, on those two platforms, then I'll share the links for those as well. Um, but as of right now, we just have those two platforms, the Simplecast, which I believe just opens up like a web player where you can listen to it on your browser. Uh, or if you got Spotify, whether free or paid, you should be able to find me on Spotify and uh, uh, play it off of there. So all you got to do is look up uh, the Buck Nasty Experiment on Spotify and you'll find me. You can also go to Google and type in the Buck Nasty Experience and it'll pull up uh, the Spotify or the Simplecast uh, profile for it as well. So either way, but that will end today's session. So hope you all have a good day. Thanks for joining me and till next time.